Hey friends, it's Candy Barone. Welcome to the show. So let me ask you, are you ready to say yes to yourself? Are you ready to live your life lit and lead your living legacy? Then you stopped at the right place. Buckle up because here we go. It's about to get raw, real, unscripted, unfiltered, and we're about to jump down some amazing rabbit holes. Let's do this, y'all. Let's get aligned as fuck. Happy Monday, y'all. Thought I would go live for a minute as I have literally coming off of a pretty um, intense weekend where I was in a position to do a lot of reflection and um, doing some work for myself. And so I wanted to have a conversation around power and integrity today and uh, wanting to talk about what power really is and talking about how integrity fits into that equation. Um, I think we have a lot of conversation around power and, you know, this idea that I, I, I hear a lot of people talk about about, which I think is sort of an oxymoron in the sense that I don't believe in leading from a place of fear. I don't think leadership comes from a place of fear. So when people talk about, oh, they're leading from fear, they're not leading. I also think about the statement around power over. Real power is not something that we put over people. When we talk about power over, that is actually a force. That is actually a space of deep insecurity, deep fear, and it's a projection place that we are exerting this force. We are exerting this shit that doesn't feel well, and we're putting that on other people. Real power, real power is something that comes from within. Power is that space of standing in your own truth. Power, real power, is something that we first bring forward from within ourselves, and then it's power with right? It's, it's a collective opportunity for us to stand in a space where our truths are resonating. And that comes from a deep place of integrity. And so when you think about integrity, let's talk about that first. Let's break this down for a minute, right? Power and integrity. I think it's really interesting. And I think there was something I read once as I was doing some work that talked about, and I love this phrase that said, power demands responsibility. So let's talk about that. First and foremost, in order to get to power demands responsibility, I think we need to talk about the fact that we need power with integrity. And so integrity is that space of wholeness. It's that space of entirety. It's that space that says, I, that space that truly demands when you're in integrity, when you are clear about who you are, what you stand for, um, what resonates for you, what you desire, what your moral, where, which direction your moral compass is, is, is headed, where your due north is, your, your core values when you know that and own that, and again, there's that ownership piece, right? When you stand in that space, that integrity demands that your words, your actions, your deeds, um, your intentions are aligned to consistently reflect your highest desires, your highest aspirations, your deepest truths, and your most cherished values. And I have no idea why on Instagram, I've got this fuzzy background. Somehow I must have hit the wrong thing. So anyway, I guess you guys get me in a blurred state today, um, or at least the background, no big deal. Um, so I say that because integrity is a space that says I'm deeply connected into what I hold to be my truth, what I hold to be the things that I value most, what are my highest aspirations, what are the deepest truths within me, and what are those cherished values that I know that when I am in that, that space, that my due north is like just, it's crystal clear. And so when we stand in that space for integrity, there comes a deep 
sense of responsibility. And for those of you that have followed me, you know I talk about leadership is, is ultimately and fundamentally a choice, right? It is a space and function of three things. It's a function of how you choose to show up. It's a function of how you choose to serve others. And it's a function of how you choose to take personal responsibility inside those spaces. That is the integrity piece of leadership that says, I take responsibility, 100% responsibility for my intention, for my beliefs, for what I say, for what I think, for what I do. I take ownership of me. Now, that being said, the space of integrity and where we have the opportunity to stand in our truest power is in taking that responsibility and understanding that power and integrity are connected. Again, power being that thing that comes from within us. I, I love even the word empowered, right? You think about the word empowered. We talk a lot about, oh, I want to empower this group of people. I want to empower empowerment in and of itself is, a, is something like motivation, right? It's something that happens by choice that we choose to stand in our own personal power. No one can actually empower you. It is something that you choose to hold as a truth for yourself that says, I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I know what my, what integrity means for me. And I'm choosing to stand in that space and respect and take responsibility for what shows up as a result. And so when we talk about integrity, it's that space that demands that you are in a place of wholeness for yourself so that what you say, what you think, what you believe, what you do is aligned with the things that you hold most true and the highest values that you have for yourself. And so that being said, power, power is something that only we have within us. The problem is, is in too many ways, especially in our culture, in the ways our systems are designed, in the ways we think we're leading, we think we exert power over in order to make things happen. And what happens is that's not power. That's not real power. That's force. That's resistance. That is projection. And it is coming from a place of fear, insecurity. It is not coming from a place of leadership. Power, real power, is not something someone can take from you. It is something that we have been choosing to hand over, sometimes unconsciously, based on our programming, our culture, our conditioning, you name it, the stories we tell ourselves, we are handing our power over and not learning how to stand in that integrity to lead ourselves first. And so if we're going to change the game, if we're going to start to disrupt and change what it means to lead, and right now there is a really big call around leadership that is coming through. There is a, there is a, a, a deep need for a new level of leadership to rise. And in order to do that, we individually need to learn how to lead ourselves first. And it starts with us taking back that personal power to know that power, real power demands responsibility. It says I am 100% responsible for the things that I am attracting, the things that are happening and the things that are going on in my life. Even if they don't make sense, if there's things you're like, well, I didn't energetically, we are calling those things to us. And so it's interesting because when you realize that real power is rooted in your truth, it's rooted in that space of integrity. There are three things I want you to remember, three things that you get to say to yourself. One is no one is doing this to me, whatever this is, whatever situation, whatever circumstance. And I, and I say this as somebody who was bumping up against some shit this weekend um, and over the past few weeks, and we're coming out of an astrological new year and there's some energy that's wanting to be released. And I came up against some of my old patterns and some of my old stuff, uh, particularly around money this weekend. It was very interesting. Um, some of my codependency threads, some of the things that are repeat 
shadows that show up for me to continue to grow and evolve as a leader and do the work that is that is really it's it's my work to do right and so what was interesting was i had to sit in a place of real deep responsibility and think about the fact that nothing that was showing up whatever was coming into my life that was having me kind of butt up against it or feeling like i'm getting kind of spun around in a washing machine again none of that's being done to me and so there, there is a space where we stand. And I think it was a T. Harv Ecker that said once um, that there are three ways we show up and we're, we're playing victim if we can say that we're yes in any one of these spaces. And so one is, is there anywhere in your life where you're still blaming someone? And so if there are circumstances, situations, if there are things that are not desired that are, that are happening in your life right now, um, who are you blaming? And I say that because I got caught up in my own blame game this weekend, which is part of why I was bumping against some shit that was just feeling, oh, like, seriously, I feel like I've been down this, this street a few hundred times and oh my God, here we go again, right? And that's the beauty of your shadow work. It comes back and there's just layers of it. And it's part of the gift that we get to stand in. Um, but I say that because it was really interesting for me to recognize oh shit, I, here I am, I'm playing the blame game again. And so I say that because we don't even realize sometimes when we're pointing that finger out and whether in any way, shape or form that we're saying they did this to me, he did that, she did this, you, and we're not taking full responsibility to recognize that no one is doing this. And again, insert this with whatever situation, condition, challenge, circumstance, unfavorable thing that's happening in your life right now, no one is doing this to you. And so I've had to sit in, in that first statement around, no one is doing this to me. No one is doing this that's going on in my life to me. I am doing this to myself. So the first thing that we have to recognize when we stand in our power and when we recognize that power demands responsibility is to own the fact, and, I, and I'm going to say this from my point of view, and I'm going to put it back into, into perspective for you as well, that I get to sit in a space that says no one is doing this to me, thereby nobody is doing this to you either, right? And so nobody is doing this to me. That's the first piece. The second piece then is to say or to realize and feel into if nobody is doing this to me, then I'm doing this to myself. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is the one that kind of kicked me sideways this weekend. And literally I had, hey, Neil, um, yes, it can be, <laughs> oh, I'm into that. Uh, it can be so difficult to recognize our own shit. And sometimes victimhood is easier. Um, I, I love that you said that because I don't know if any of you know my friend, Neil. Um, he is quite a thought leader and he is out there creating spaces and uh, has quite a voice in leadership as well. And I think, you know, it's easy for people to say, oh, that's easy for you. And I, I think what we need to understand is we all feel this. I, I really had to sit in this shit this weekend because it kind of kicked me it kicked me hard. It actually kicked me. I had to pull out completely. I, I needed to take a little breather this weekend because um, I was feeling extremely frustrated and I was feeling all kinds of anger. And by the way, if any of those emotions are showing up, especially, you know, if you look at your human design or whatever, I know that if frustration or irrational anger shows up, it means I am out of my alignment. 
And uh, so it means that something is showing up that I probably have an opportunity to sit in and take my own responsibility for, right? And so, yes, it is oftentimes easier because again, like I said, it's an unconscious thing sometimes. It's also a pattern that we get caught up in. And I will tell you that I was really, I, my mom and I had a huge conversation this week and I just broke down and I'm like, oh my God. I am playing victim in all these in all these areas. And so when I thought about nobody is doing this to me, nobody is doing this, whatever the situation, and it's just been kind of shitty lately uh, with some energy and some things that I'm blocking and I couldn't understand why there was this resistance. And then I went, oh, because nobody's doing this to me. I am doing this to me. And I had to sit in the truth. And this is really hard sometimes. And this is why... I will say that while leadership is everybody's opportunity, this is why most people choose not to step into it. It's because the responsibility part kicks our ass. It's because the responsibility part is not easy. It's because when you sit in the space of the truth that recognizes I am the one responsible for this shit show that's showing up. I am the one, even if unconsciously, I am energetically at the frequency and vibration of what I just called forward. Because here's the thing, the universe really, truly is ultimately here and designed to support you in every way. Hey, Carl. Um, the one thing that we don't realize is that we inadvertently or unconsciously oftentimes are putting energy that is at a lower frequency or a lower vibration that then is calling to us the very things that we don't want. And one of the ways we do that is through our language. And it was one of the things my mom and I were talking about this weekend as we were realizing where we were playing victim in, in, in some capacities and playing the blame game. And, you know, the first space, again, to go back to the, the thing T. Harbecker says around, here's the three ways you're playing victim. If any of these are showing up, and oftentimes it's more than one of them, if any of these things are showing up, you're still playing victim in some capacity. And one is the blame game. If there's anywhere in your life, you are blaming something or someone. And so it can be you're blaming the world, you're blaming... Uh, someone in your family, you're blaming, whoever you're blaming, if you're blaming someone, you are sitting in that space of victimhood. The other place is if you find the need to rationalize, justify, explain, or apologize why you are not holding yourself accountable in the very thing you said you were going to do, again, it's that integrity piece. When you are trying to justify why you're not, why you're not standing in your own integrity we're playing victim. And again, I'm saying this and I'm saying this with a bit of a sigh because this is all the shit that came and kicked me in the ass this weekend. Again, sitting in while I, why I was feeling a little out of alignment and why I was feeling like some things keep bumping up and, and some things I needed to adjust, right? Like victimhood creates awesome pity parties, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. And we can make excuses as to why we deserve the pity party. And so that's the justification when we're like, yeah, but you don't understand. Yeah, but I deserve to be blah, blah, blah. And so we play the pity party and then we justify the pity party. And that all is keeping us in that very low vibration, that very low frequency of victimhood. And the third one, and this one kicks me in my ass more than the rest of them, but the other two were definitely present, especially this weekend and the last couple of weeks, um, is the one around complaining. <laughs> I am a chronic complainer. I'm just going to put that out there. I, I love to bitch and think I'm doing it from a, you know, kind of funny, comedic 
um, you know, why not just kind of like bitch and moan and kind of like we live in this culture that's all about complaining and commiserating. Think about it for a minute. Our conversations with most people are, hey, and I'll use Neil since he's been showing up and commenting. And I'll say something like, hey, Neil, how you doing? And Neil might say something like, oh, Candy, you have no idea. He wouldn't probably say this to me, but I'm just going to use him as an example. Oh, my God, you have no idea. I've got 14,000 things going on. I've got this, this and this and the kids. I'm trying to write my book and I, I, I got kids activity this, this weekend. And oh, my God, there's just no time to breathe. And me, because I'm, I want to be, you know, connected to, to Neil and I want to lean in. I respond back and I said, Oh, please, Neil, you think you're busy? Let me tell you how busy I am. Oh my God. You got 14,000 projects. I got 16. I got this going on. Oh my God. I'm so exhausted. I can't even begin to tell you, Oh my God, my kids are acting up. This is happening. And we got the in-laws in and whatever it is. And it's, we have created. So think about this for a minute. And I've said this so many times, but it's really been hitting me lately. We live in this culture of complaining and commiserating, not connecting and communicating. And so we have created a metric of success. You want to talk about the ultimate victim mentality that we are all absorbed in half the time. It's this victim mentality that says, my life sucks more than yours. I win. So think about it. The whole metric of success in our culture right now is who can outsuck who? Like legitimately, we have this culture about I'm busier. I my life sucks more. I'm more exhausted. I'm more tired. And we think that some kind of freaking badge of honor. Talk about not being in integrity with ourselves, not being in a space that feels aligned is because we think we got to keep outdoing Joe Blow down the street. And I want to say this is some of the stuff that bounced bummed up against me this weekend was the recognition of where am I taking undue responsibility and the need to control so that whatever perception or whatever is happening, I can just make it happen. Oh my God, that's exhausting. Can I just tell you how exhausting it is was when it starts to come back and catch up and bite you in the ass? It's exhausting to play in a victim mentality, yet we all are susceptible to it. All of us, anyone that stands in any kind of space of leadership, any parent that's out there, any person who has responsibility for themselves and probably someone else in some capacity, um, you feel this. We, we hit into this because sometimes it's just easier as... Um, as Neil just said, sometimes it's really easy to just stay in the victimhood because you're exhausted, you're burnt out. And what happens is the more and more we stay in that victim mentality, the more and more we move ourselves out of integrity. And the more and more we lose the real sense of power that is within us. Because power is not something outside of us. Power cannot be given away unless we choose, even if it's unconsciously, to give it away. And there is no such thing as power over. That is force, that is projection, that is fear and insecurity. Real power, real power is something that allows you to stay in that space of sovereignty, that space of I know my truth, I'm standing in integrity. Real power is within and with. And it is only when we recognize that no one, nothing and no one is doing this to me I am doing it to myself. And the third piece of that then is, therefore, I have the ability to change it. And so I want you to see the, the magic in this, in this kind of conversation that we forget. Because when we stay in the space of, um, Neil, I love the awareness of when a person begins to take 100% responsibility for their life, right? That's where the magic is. And that's what we have forgotten so many times. One of the easiest ways to come back home to yourself, to that comment, is to take 
100% responsibility for your life. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, the shit shows and all. When you recognize that nothing and no one is doing this to you, that you are the one, even if unconsciously, because you're in the patterns and the programming and it's time to hit the pause button, you've just been on the hamster wheel. And here's the thing, I get it. And I want you to offer. So here's the thing. You can move out of victimhood without it being the, oh my God, take 100% responsibility, kick yourself in the ass and go. No, I want you to do it with the place of space and space and grace. I want you to bless and release what no longer serves you. I don't want you to do this from a place of shaming and judgment all over yourself or self-deprecation. I want you to do this from a place of realization of what's possible. And to Neil's point, it's amazing when you watch that light come on, when you see that person take 100% responsibility for their life and recognize, oh, thanks, Neil, for recognizing that you have the ability at any point to change it. And here's the thing, free will choice, they are the most beautiful gifts we've been given because the universe, while it's here to support us, the other truth around that is the universe will never interfere with our free will. What happens is oftentimes we put out what we think we want and then all of our fear, all of our stories, all of our shit comes back and it shuts us down and it pulls us out of our own leadership. It pulls us out of integrity. And then we start to freak out and we think we got to control. And the more we try to like hold on to things, and I know this because control is one of my shadows. Um, when I feel like I got to do it for everybody. And so lately I've been finding myself back in the space. And again, I, I know I've talked a lot about human design, but just to acknowledge that my gate 21 is all about this need to control and to find the resources for my tribe. The gift is when I realize that it's not my responsibility to fish for everyone, it's in teaching them how to fish and understanding that there's plenty of resources for all. And we can stand in the authority of knowing we are fully taken care of. Well, I have been bumping against just due to some things going on that I needed to make things happen because other things I was, quote, relying on were not coming through. So I took the responsibility and put it on my shoulders. Again, victim mentality, not my responsibility. It wasn't mine to put on my shoulders. Yet I then want to play the martyr because I'm pissed because I have to stand in a role that thinks I got to take care of the tribe once again and make things happen. So I'm right back in the shadow all over again. And as a leader who knows the power of standing in that alignment, who knows the power of standing in the integrity, I had to get really honest with myself this weekend and recognize the truth of what was showing up for me. Because again, nothing's happening to me. This was showing up for me. It was showing up as a lens to say, Candy, time to reevaluate. And so I did. This weekend, I got to sit in some pretty hefty shit. <laughs> I got to feel the defeatedness. I got to feel all the emotions because, you know, it's not being a victim when you allow yourself to feel the emotions. It's playing victim when you choose to stay in it and then make it your excuse. So I let myself feel all of it all of it. And it was not fun. And it has not been fun. And I would say that there's still things I'm working through as a result and recognizing the brilliance and the gift of what is showing up for me. And so I, I felt like it was something I, I wanted to share because like I said, I hear a lot of people talking about power over. There is no such thing. There's no such thing as power over. It is, that is force over. 
That is not real power. Real power is something that only you can choose for yourself. It is a space that comes from within. It's like motivation. No one can give it to you. No one can take it from you. You are a sovereign being, period. When you choose to take your power back, you are, you are choosing to stand back in that space of leadership, in that space of integrity. And it's only when you choose to take responsibility and accountability for your life, for what's going on in your life, that you can move back into a space to reclaim your power. And so with that, where are you getting stuck right now? Where are you feeling like you're bumping up? And I think a lot of people right now, I've had a lot of conversations with a couple of really close friends of mine this weekend where we were having a very similar conversation. We are all bumping against the same thing. And it's like, wow, apparently our trauma work wants to have a little heyday again. Okay, apparently there's some shadow work to go through. And I think energetically, a lot of us are feeling this right now. And so you have a choice. You can allow yourself to stay in the defeated, oh my God, this is happening to me. Why me? Victim energy and blame, justify, or complain about it. Or you can recognize it and say, okay, I take full responsibility for what is showing up. And I'm very curious to understand what it's bringing to me. I choose to stand in a place of integrity right now. I choose to stand in a place of leadership right now. And I choose to stand in my own personal power right now. That choice is your magic wand. It's amazing to me how people will be like, I want a magic bullet or I want the magic wand. How do I just make it all go away? How do you like shift things? You shift things by a single thought. You shift things by making a new choice. I love, I, I do some work with Amanda Francis. And if you don't know her, she's got a great book called Rich as Fuck. And like she does all this money work and it's fantastic because it's a different way to look at it. But she has a thing where she talks about blow it up, rearrange it and like make it and done. Right. And like, so you take whatever the nonsense is, whatever the thing that isn't serving you, the, the, the victimness, and you blow it up, you destroy the noise. You just say no more. I'm not available for that. And then you rearrange it and you, you find the language and the intention that's going to serve you instead. It's again, taking that responsibility. And then you declare and own and embody the fact and feel into the fact that and done and it's done. I'm no longer available for that. And it really can happen that quickly. And there is a space where you need to take responsibility for it. Because again, going back to what T. Har Becker said, he made a comment once where he said, you know, when you're complaining, you become a living, breathing crap magnet. And I'd say that sometimes in some of my talks where I'll, I'll ask people who out there wants to be a living, breathing crap magnet. And I want you to think about where are we complaining? And sometimes it's just the inaudible, you know, it's the groan, it's the eye roll, all of that's complaining. All of the stuff that we want to be like, oh, why is life happening to me? Ugh, why is this showing up again? Ugh. All of that is some form of complaining energy that's keeping us in that victim mentality. So I would invite you to explore what's been showing up for you. I feel a lot of people and I have had a lot of people reach out. I think there's a lot of people right now that are bumping up against stuff. And like I said, <laughs> I am no different. Please, I am bumping up all kinds of stuff because I can feel next level growth coming, which means I got to clear out some of the shit that's been holding me back. Um, this is the pathway to being aligned as fuck, by the way. It's not that you're always in the space where you're like, yep, I'm good. I'm, I don't have to do this ever anymore. It's okay. I recognize it sooner, faster, and I can change it, right? Oh, this is showing up to help me move to my next level. Every time you get to your next level, something new is going to show up to see, can you embody and, and be what that future, future version of yourself is calling through? And can you create the vibration and the frequency that's going to energetically match to that? And the only way you can do that is to face the shit that shows up 
that's bouncing against you. Hey, Jimenez. Um, and so I want you to, I want you to understand that these are, these are the gifts we're being given. This isn't being done to you. It's not punishing you. It's not shaming you. It's not trying to kick you in the ass. It's helping you wake up in a place where you can recognize your own magic, your own gifts, your own ability to course correct, your own ability to have free will to make a different choice in a moment. And it takes a moment. It takes a moment for you to recognize no one and nothing is doing this to me. No one. And again, whatever that this is, no one is doing this to you, including the universe. I am doing this to me. I am in some way energetically calling this forward because I either need the lesson from it or I am being gifted a blessing that I can't see yet. And I, I truly believe that. And if that is true, if you are okay and can wrap your head around the possibility of those two statements being true, then you can step into the, therefore, you have the ability to change it at any time. If you don't like what your life looks like right now, you have the ability to change it. And it starts with a single thought. And it starts with the recognition that says, this, this story doesn't serve me anymore. This is not me standing in a place of leadership. I choose something different and I'm going to affirm and embody the truth of who I am and the truth of what's possible for me. So I invite you to lean into that. I invite you to explore, to contemplate what is showing up that's asking to be let go. We are again at the cusp of the end of the astro astrological um, year. We are moving into a new astrological new year, which means again, it's an opportunity to purge some energy. It's an opportunity to bless and release, which means have gratitude for whatever that energy was and how it got you to this point. And if it no longer serves you and you have the opportunity, as Amanda Francis would say, blow it up and rearrange it, then rearrange it in a way that says, thank you for being what I needed to get me here. And now I want a different story that serves me into moving into that future version of who I am and what I'm choosing to embody. And I'm going to call that future energy forward and bring it into the now. And that is how you get to stand in a very deliberate space of power. That is where you take full responsibility and are standing in the integrity of your deepest truths and higher aspirations and can be aligned into your core values to create that due north. And you are in a place where you are taking your personal power back. So with that, everybody, happy Monday. And uh, hope that uh, hit a nerve. Like I said, it's been a uh, crazy weekend crazy couple weeks and some things coming in. And I figured if I was feeling some things, I'm guessing some of you are as well. So with that, I will catch up with you um, on another live this week. I'm sure I've got a lot to say. So uh, make it a great Monday. Oh, thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Jimenez. Glad you guys were here. Thanks, Kyle. Um, for those of you I can't see because you're not popping up, but I see people. Um, appreciate y'all joining me on a Monday afternoon. And now go out, be intentional. Um, sit with those things you have the opportunity to take responsibility for and just know I love you so much. And uh, I will talk to you later. Bye. Well, all right, y'all, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. You can also find me out in the socials. In the meantime, remember, say yes to yourself, destroy the noise getting in your way and live your life 
aligned as fuck. This is Candy Barone, and I will catch you next time.